Welcome to episode number 57 of Take Him With You for February 28th, 2010. I'm Rick Moyer. This week, Amy and I talk about the TV show Survivor, our new appliances, and more. We're also going to talk about something that happened to millions of people. Their WordPress blog crashed this week. Uh, we also talk about uh, my wife and how she can break mice. You'll see that or hear that. And our big topic is fight night. What causes quarrels and fights among us in this world, in our lives, at our jobs, at our schools? Find out today. Hi, this is Rick Moyer, and I've got a brand new CD out to watch the stars with. It's called Stargazer. Take a listen to some of the songs. Three, two, one, zero. Launch commence. Liftoff. We have liftoff with Apollo 14. Three minutes past the hour. this 13-track CD or download it at takehimwithyou.com slash stargazer. Stargazer, a collection of songs to watch the stars with. Get your copy today. Time to find out what's going on at Rick's house. Speaking of the, the Stargazer CD, guess what happens today, sometime during our recording? Oh, probably, you know, it's either the um, garbage truck or... The garbage truck already came. Okay, so it'll be the FedEx truck or whatever UPS. it is. UPS truck that's coming and will... And it's bringing me... A hundred more um, Stargazer albums. Yeah, that's exciting. So we, yeah. we, we, we sold out. Which is a good thing. Sure. Yeah. Not a lot of people um, internationally or in our audience um, has the actual CD because we sold those locally and when I go speak places. But um, mm -hmm. people can download the, the album for cheaper than they can buy it. Mm -hmm. And I think you can actually buy the album, can't you? Yeah, on cdbaby.com. You yeah. go there and type in Rick Moyer and then it'll, but, it'll give you the... But they're out right now. But probably no, in the not. next... Oh, did, but I thought we have to send them back. I already sent them. Oh, that's right. But they only have a couple. We'll have to send them some more. No, you only send them when they ask for them. Oh, okay. But anyway, yeah, you can get the, the CD, actual physical CD of Stargazer from them and from cdbaby.com. And then um, several places you can download it. Uh, I think Amazon is the, the less expensive of the, of the lot. Mm -hmm. If you go to amazon.com and type in Rick Moyer Stargazer, you'll find my CD. And you can download it right there in MP3 form. Yeah. For eight ninety nine, I think. And there's a couple other sites it's on. Is it on Rhapsody? I don't know yet. I, I know it's on Amazon and iTunes. Those are the two okay. biggies. Yeah. And then it's on all, all these other different ones that are like obscure music sites. Yeah, but um, but probably Amazon, if if you're concerned about your budget, that's sure. probably the best place to go that sure. way. Sure. And you'll yeah. enjoy the CD, especially as, as we get closer to spring and summer, mm -hmm. uh, when you'll actually be able to go out and use the 
CD to look at the stars with. Unless you live like in Arizona and you can go right now. I don't know. The weather's been so crazy everywhere. I don't don't know what you can do and what you can't anymore. Yeah. Well, I think it gets cool at night there too, but yeah. Yeah. So we've had lots of cool things going on in our house. Again, another crazy week. Mm Mm-hmm. Was really crazy. We're never bored here. No, I, you know, for for weeks I've been walking into the kitchen in the morning and stepping in a big pile of water. Actually, months, yeah, months. Mm-hmm. Because our refrigerator that we've had, well, it's been in this house for probably twenty years. Yeah. We when we moved in, it was already here. It was nice, a nice refrigerator. Don't mm-hmm. think it had been used a whole lot. I, I don't know. Our family used it a lot. Yeah, and it's, it started the the door started to make these funny noises, even though we oiled it and did all sorts of stuff. And, and all the racks in the freezer were broken, so yeah. you know every so you just time stuff you stuff everything in this weird. And then side whenever you tried to get something out, you had to get everything out, and everything fell and out. Everything fell out on your feet. Yeah, bruised your feet up. Yeah. Well, yeah. anyway, it finally decided. We decided that we couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. Well, I think. Our income tax return told us we couldn't do it anymore. We finally got the money to buy well, one. We did, okay, here's how we try to we try to live not going into debt. Yeah. If we if we don't have to go into debt, we don't go into debt. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, we're in debt for our car and our, our house. house. Yeah. But other than that, we have one bill that we're trying to pay off. Oh man, I wish I could just get it paid off and uh, be done with it, and then we wouldn't owe anybody except the mortgage company and my mother-in-law. My mother-in-law for the car loan. Yeah, she gave us the oh, car loan. It's actually my mother, your mother-in-law. Right. Yeah. Well, I had it through a bank, but she gave me a better interest rate. Mm-hmm. So we took her up on it. Yeah. She suggested it. She, so. Yeah, came up with this plan. She didn't even talk to me, her daughter. She went straight to you yeah, she and know, said... She knows who wears the pants in the family, doesn't she? <laughs> yeah, I right. Just, I was, like, so surprised. She didn't say a word to me. She just came into your studio one day, and she said, well... How much is the interest on your car loan? Yeah, and she goes, you know, I'm not making real great interest on my money market right now, so why don't we split the difference? I'll make a little more interest, and you'll make you'll get a little less, bit, less interest. interest. So, so it took like I don't know, like a year off my payments. So yeah, so a good deal for both of us. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, I don't. People probably are bored listening to our financial <laughs> okay. stuff and how we justified buying a new fridge. Listen, when you need a new fridge, you need a new fridge. Yeah. And what was really cool is, is uh, as soon as we realized this isn't going to work anymore, we we actually on Friday night. Drove to Sears an hour before they closed and looked at all their refrigerators. We looked online first, and then mm-hmm. we went. And they had some closeout models on the floor that were beautiful. Stainless steel matches the rest of our appliances in the kitchen. And we found one. And uh, what kind is it? It's a, a Sears brand. They're, what? They're um, Kenmore brand. Kenmore. That's right. Kenmore, Kenmore Elite. Elite. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like it, Star Trek Elite. And we got floors. it. We got it half price because it was a floor model. So that was pretty cool. Now that was okay, and it's a little bigger than our last one, oh, and that I is love nice. That part. And it's, it's nice yeah. and it's nice and bright and everything. But the best part about it, by far, <laughs> was the eight hours it took my son Andrew to plumb in a water line. I now, ladies and gentlemen, drum roll, please. Okay, I have ice and water in the door of a refrigerator. Never had that before in all the years that we've been married. Yes, it, it's kind of like a dream come true for I, you. I wish I had the microphone cord long enough to go in and actually show you how. I'm sure that most of you have that type of refrigerator, so I don't know. I just thought it was exciting that I can go anytime I want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're such a spoiled people anyway i can go anytime i want put the glass underneath the thing push a button and the ice falls out into my glass that my friends is awesome because up till now the ice makers in the house have been my wife my daughter and my son who i say could you get me a glass of ice 
Yeah. And they're not very happy about that. They're happy about this. Yeah. I'm happy that this freezer actually has shelves in it that don't fall out. That is nice. And um, so they yeah. aren't, things aren't falling on your feet. And it's it's about twice as wide as our last freezer. We had Which a is really, really good. small, yeah. narrow freezer before. Now I can get that whole side of beef in there. <laughs> Maybe not quite that much. I'm joking. I don't, <laughs> I don't have a side of beef. No. No. But um, yeah, that was a, a so really that's nice thing. A new appliance. Yes, and and we kind of um, it, they match our other appliances that we've replaced in the last five years. So we're all we, up to date on appliances. We, no well, more appliances breaking, please. No, actually, we do need some more. Well, we need a good washer and dryer. Our washer and dryer are kind of ill, but they're old. They're really old. Well, the dryer was secondhand when we bought it, so it's really um, old. And my mom actually bought us the washer. Like, but like people that was care about our washer and dryer. When Catherine was a baby, and she's 14 now, so it's it's getting up there. The Moyer family must be clean. <sighs> yes. So you yes. Re- your dream, though, is to have this really cool washer and dryer that, I guess, the newer ones mm-hmm. now. See, they used to cost like $200, $300. No. Now they've discovered a way to make more money yeah. by improving the technology of making these dryers and washers extremely energy efficient and much better at cleaning the clothes in a shorter amount of time so they they have they they're called front loaders yeah because right now it takes me two hours to do one load of clothes from washing to drying and if you could knock that down to 40 minutes yeah the newer ones i guess 35 or 40 minutes for both washing and drying that's pretty cool yeah that cuts the time in half well less than half yeah well of course our our system's just really inefficient. It shouldn't take as long as it takes. Well, ours it's because right the washer's now. not wringing out the clothes. Yeah, and so then it takes me an hour and a half to dry a load. Yeah, not good. So yeah. anyway, we're thinking about uh, somehow, some way, making that investment so that you don't have to because you're working full time and yeah. you need to have a little break. You don't need to have to. Well, always and that's be doing a lot laundry. of electricity to be going. It is a lot of electricity. So, we could knock. We, we could knock more money off of our by our heating system now. We're saving a hundred, hundred twenty dollars a month with the new heating system, and we're mm-hmm. nice and warm, so that's cool. Yeah, that that was a good thing. The only thing is, is we're Energy thinking efficiency. about selling our house in a year. So, well, <laughs> the next place we know what to get, don't but, we? But that's part of the reason why we went ahead and replaced our fridge. Is, sure. is um, we wanted it. You know, usually a, a nice kitchen sells well. The house or you know, helps. Even though we're going to take the fridge with us. I don't I'm just think so because it matches the rest. So oh. it's a good selling point. Well, okay. If it would sell the house, it's worth it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'd have to get another fridge with water and ice in it when we move, though. Yeah. Well, as long as you don't break any more things. Oh, like the mouse I broke yesterday. It's really sad when these poor little rodents are just going by and she breaks them. It wasn't a rodent. It was my computer mouse, and I was trying to fix it when the I broke compu- it. The computer mouse that I bought for my laptop that she confiscated, yeah, commandeered, commandeered, and you've been using it, and then she accidentally drops the side of her laptop onto the floor. She picks it up real quick, pulls the, and she she bent the USB port. Don't do not try to fix a bent USB port. Well, I I didn't try to fix it in there. I took the mouse out, the little whatever cord out the usb cord and then i um took it was bent i put it was bent so i tried to straighten it out on the computer table because my mouse stopped working and And then the little white thing that's on the inside of the usb thing broke and fell out black but yeah this little piece of black plastic fell out and i thought because it was broken that's not a good thing it didn't work anymore yeah i broke it 
So, but it wasn't from throwing it across the room, even though I've had some times to. at work where I've been tempted, but I haven't. Well, it's not the mouse's fault. No, no, no. There's, there's just some. Is that the right? It's not the mice's fault. Mouse's mice, mouse, mice. Anyway, long story short, went and bought you a new mouse, and it works great. Thank you. Fifteen dollars from Staples. Yes, and Logitech. And I told him to save Optical the receipt mouse. because that is a business expense. And I told her, of course I did, and I already put it in the file. Good, good, good boy. You think I am? Huh? What do you think I am? I bought a little cash box too. That was cool. Yeah, because we're we're gonna try to sell some CDs this weekend. We'll yeah, see. We'll see if people like them or not. We'll we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, let's see, what other geeky thing has been going on? Oh, wait, we, I heard the news. You know, we have a WordPress blog, and you can find it at Moyers. Uh, it's www.moyer777.wordpress.com. That's our, mm-hmm. our blog. Your blog, more. Well, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm not much of a blogger. <coughs> no, you can be a booger, but you're not a blogger. I'm not a booger either. <laughs> Did I just call you a booger? Yeah, and I think in England that's a bad thing. So. No. It's not booger. It's well. It's kind of bad because we have a bunch of people from England. I don't want to. Yeah, cuss. we have a bunch of people from England listening. So put a U in where the O is, and that's a cuss word, isn't it? Meds, I, Dan, Mike, I, you know, tell I, us. I don't. Tim, know. are we cussing when we say that? Let's just move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, WordPress crashed for nine point four million people for about. Uh, I think they were down for an hour and ten fifteen minutes. That's not good. No, but, uh, but it's amazing how many people are, are just passionate about their blogging. Mm-hmm. And they were all freaked out because the blogs went down. Well, anyway, traced it back to some type of cord was plugged into something wrong. <gasps> yeah, and it, I bet that guy lost mm. his job. Wow, they fixed it pretty quickly, didn't they? Yeah, and now they're doing all this. They're like backtracking to figure out how that will never happen again. Because, mm-hmm. well, it's like Twitter when you get the fail whale or, or when you're using Facebook and it comes up all messed up. Facebook does that quite a bit for me. Well, it says that there's an error and they're going to try to fix it. That happens at least once a day for me. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But it might be my computer. But I don't know. My uh, Since you put that end router on, I'm pretty fast. Yeah, oh, that we forgot to talk about that. I put a that brand new a router thing. on our system, an end router. Yeah, my boss, um, they gave us an end router. And they gave I have, me an end router for okay, my birthday. They gave you an end router for your birthday. And um, they gave me... Their old computer, which was newer than my laptop, a newer laptop. Right. Anyway, and it has an N card in it. Yes. And so now for work, I just fly on my laptop. Are you happy about that? I am very happy about that. That's good because faster is better. Now, you got to understand yeah. that my wife would have never thought this was cool before she started doing the work that she's doing. She would have thought, oh, we don't need to go any faster. It's just fine. I don't talk like that. Well, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, <laughs> didn't mean to mock your voice. I I just mean that it's interesting how now all of a sudden you like all this technology well, that you didn't like before, that you said I didn't need before, and now? But, but I work full-time doing that, though, you know. Ah, so. mm, full circle it must turn. <laughs> okay, Yoda. <laughs> yeah, now that you need it, it's okay. Which is yeah. really, I'm not complaining at all because now I get to get new technology. Anyway, I left it in the box until uh, it was in October was my birthday, and I left it in the box because I didn't want to mess everything up. It was so easy putting this on my system. They just the the disc. Um, it's a Netgear, and it just talked me through it. Got my encryption, everything. You know, we could. We were up and running, and we could have saved 
um, a lot of money on ibuprofen if you would have put it in months ago. Well, anyway. <laughs> it's in now and it's working great. So, okay. do we have any other technology that we got lately? No, not really. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm boring her. She's I'm, gonna yawn on me. My next thing is to try to talk him into get a storage unit. I've been calling around because he wants to save every box that he gets from things. I don't know if anyone else has a husband that does this, but we have boxes piled up in the corner of all of my the electronic studio. equipment, like my monitor boxes, my computer boxes, my printer boxes, my hard drive boxes, my instrument boxes. And, you know, my vote is actually save cords, the money on the storage unit and just recycle the cardboard. But, but yeah, we Jean-Luc just, Picard. We do have a cardboard. Make it so. We have a cardboard Jean-Luc Picard. We do. Too. He's really cool. At Christmas time, we put a Santa hat on him I and he's part he of would, our decorations. I bet he would recycle well also. You are not recycling <laughs> Jean-Luc he cost me twenty bucks. I got him for twenty dollars. That was cheap. You told me it was fifteen. Okay, maybe I embellished the price a little. Anyway, I brought him home. <laughs> I got him at the Star Star Wars store because they have a, a room in the back called the Star Trek. <laughs> and I, I I saw John Luke and I made a, an offer and I took him home. Do you think that that's fair that they have like five? Well, I don't know. Maybe like fifteen hundred square feet. That is Star Wars, and they have about 20 square feet that's Star Trek. Absolutely. It's called the Star Wars store, not the um, Star Trek store. I guess. I guess you should just be glad you have your little corner of the universe. There. I do. I go in there, and I find all these little goodies, and then I send them to my friends. Yeah. And by the way, if any of our um, sci-fi friends want to come down, we will take you to the Star Wars store. We've already done that for several for, yeah. people. Yeah. Well, no, just one. One person. Okay. We've only been visited by one person that we know from the internet. Hmm. I thought you've taken more people than that down. No, only in spirit. Oh. I did do a video from there one time. That yeah, was cool. And send it to like our friend Jeff in Canada and stuff, right? No, I sent or... it to Trex and Sci Fi. Oh, everybody so saw it there. Everybody, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, boy, we're really geeking out today. Yeah. It's geeking out. You got, are you bored yet? Are you going to fall asleep yet? Hey, by the way, we need some feedback. Um, my wife has been taking time out of work to come and do the show with me, and we want to know if you like to have her on the show. If not, I can earn $65 a day doing my um, data entry. <laughs> so let's talk about this. Um, how many people say Amy should continue to do the podcast with me every week? If you would like that, then all you have to do is email rick at takehimwithyou.com or Twitter me and say, we love Amy. That's all you got to say. And I'll take that into consideration because uh, we're just trying to figure out if people like it or not. And we do get some a lot of good emails about you being on the show. but uh, Please, if it's hate mail, don't forward it to me. I won't. Thank you. I don't, I've never had a hate mail on you, ever. Oh, good. Never, ever. One sarcastic. Ne- seldom is heard a discouraging word and the clouds are, or the sky is not cloudy all day. It's cloudy here right now. Well, yeah, it was beautiful for a few days, but it's cloudy. Oh, we now. had a week of the most beautiful weather. I got 14 miles in in my walking last week. That's great. And you went to your, your tops meeting. How much did you lose? 3.2 pounds. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm beginning to think less of you. <laughs> and we even went out to Happy Teriyaki last week. Yeah. And my key for eating out is I try to order something that's not deep fried with veg- t- make sure it has vegetables in it. I'm not supposed to eat and drink on the podcast, but I'm going to drink something right now. 
You can always like turn your mic off. I could. I just heard your gulp in my earphones. <laughs> oh, please don't. Anyway, my key to eating out is order something that has vegetables in it and not deep fried and then only eat half of it. And then take the rest for later. Take the rest for the next day. So I cut my calories in half and get to, I get my frugal side of me goes, I get two meals for the price, price of, of one. one. That's really a good, actually a good idea. Yep. So less fried foods, more vegetables, and only eat half. Yep. That's the Amy Moyer lose weight while eating out. Yes. Try to, you know, watch the fats and the white stuff, white processed stuff as much as you can. Okay. A little bit's okay. Well. All right. Yeah. But okay. That's, are we done talking about what's going on at our house? Probably. I think we've gone a little long. <laughs> we always go a little long. It starts to become, I don't know if people like it or not. Let us know. Rick at TakeHimWithYou.com. And you can always get a hold of Amy, too. If you want to email Amy, just go to her Facebook page. You can get it from my Facebook page. It's Facebook.com slash Rick.Moyer. And it says Rick Moyer is married to Amy Moyer. Click on there. Become her friend. Send her a message. Tell her you you like her. Don't, <laughs> don't say you don't like her. We'll be upset. Or don't, you know, stalk me or anything. But no. <laughs> oh, great. My wife. <laughs> if you get stalked, honey, I promise I'll I'll take care of you. Oh, okay. Thank you. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, let's see. It's time for Food for Thought. No. No. No, it's not. It's time for Words of Wisdom. Okay. I'll take him with you. All right, today we're going to be in 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 13 through 25 in the Message Bible. So roll up your sleeves. Put your mind in gear. Be totally ready to receive the gift that's coming when Jesus arrives. Don't lazily slip back into these old grooves of evil, doing just what you feel like doing. You didn't know any better then. You do now. As obedient children, let yourselves be pulled into a way of life shaped by God's life, a life energetic and blazing with holiness. God said, I am holy, you be holy. You call out to God for help, and he helps. He is a good father that way. But don't forget, he's also a responsible father, and he won't let you get by with sloppy living. Your life is a journey you must travel with a deep consciousness of God. It costs God plenty to get you out of that dead-end, empty-headed life you grew up in. He paid with Christ's sacred blood, you know. He died like an unblemished, sacrificial lamb. And this was no afterthought. Even though it has only lately, at the end of the ages, become public knowledge, God always knew He was going to do this for you. It's because of this sacrifice Messiah, whom God then raised from the dead and glorified, that you trust God and you know you have a future in God. Now that you've um, cleaned up your lives by following the truth, love one another as if your lives depended on it. Your new life is not your old life. Your old birth came from mortal sperm. Your new birth comes from God's living word. Just think, a life conceived by God himself. That is why the prophet said, The old life is a grass life. Its beauty is short-lived as wildflowers. Grass dries up, flowers droop. God's word goes on forever. This is the word that conceived the new life in you. There you go. 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 13 through 25. And that's your words of wisdom right here on Take Him With You.
Well, Amy and I wanted to take the time real quick during the podcast to thank all of you that have been such great donors to the podcast. We really appreciate all of you that have taken time to send in a little monetary gift to help us out. Yes, thank you very much. It's been very, very cool. We're not getting rich off the podcast or anything like that, but it does help to pay some of the bills. And, you know, uh, we're trying to be as, um, I don't know, what do you call it? Uh, what do you call it when you are uh, when you try to save money on things? Frugal. Thank you. We try to be as frugal as we can. Our goal isn't to be star- podcast stars or anything like that. We simply want to get a message of hope and encouragement out to people all around the world. And we can't do that without your help. So we just want to thank all of those that have sent something in. Now, some people don't know how to actually help us out. And we have a PayPal link on our takehimwithyou.com site. And all you have to do if you want to help us out, you can go over there and click on it. And uh, it'll lead you right through. Uh, Somebody said that there's a way for us to do a monthly type of deal. And I'm going to look into that because I've had people say they forget to give. And they want to give every month, but they... they just don't remember. And so I think I'll set up a little link on there. If you wanted to give like $10, $20 a month and just have it come out at a certain time, mm-hmm. um, it'll do that for you. I just have to figure out how to do that. So I'll work on that on the website. And when you click on there, you should be able to do that. But uh, anyway, just want to let you know that we really could use the help. Uh, the more that uh, we get help from you, the more Amy can be on the program and we can do bigger stuff. So we're very excited about reaching all over the place and, you know, getting some different equipment and doing all sorts of different stuff. So it would be very appreciated. Yes. Thank you very much. And um, I'll keep bringing this to you every week and hopefully it does bring you hope and joy. And encouragement. And encouragement. Yeah. And you can always write to us for more information. Rick at TakeHimWithYou.com. That's Rick at TakeHimWithYou.com. Thanks, everybody. Okay, everybody, put your punching gloves on. It's time for Fight Night on Food for Thought. Take him with you. Well, let's see. We've been together for, what, almost 24 years now? Yeah. Well, actually, more than that, but... We, we've been married 23, but... We started dating, you know, nine months before we were married. It's true. Yeah. Well, you were pregnant and everything, so. No, I wasn't. <laughs> Get it? You said nine months, and I thought that was funny. No. We met in September, and we're married <laughs> in June, but I was not pregnant. All right. Gee whiz. Gee. We, di- we didn't have our first child until we were married two more, two for years. three and a half years. Three and a half years? Married. Yes. Oh, I didn't realize that. I wanted to have a child sooner than that, but. Yeah. Anyway. We didn't have a baby until we were married three and a half years. I didn't realize that. Do you remember what our very first argument was over? Hmm. As married people or before? I don't... Well, I wouldn't... I don't remember before much. Hmm. Our first argument as married people was over Star Trek. Yes. Because you got up and watched Star Trek on our honeymoon. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know... That you should have been with me on our honeymoon and not with reruns I think the of Star Trek. Episode was of the. Uh, it was called Devil in the Dark. Hmm. You know. You know which one that is. No, I don't have all the names the, memorized. The big rock monster. Oh, that really silly one. Pain. And they're and they're just Spock mind melded. Remember? 
Hey, look, somebody's calling me. Just a minute. Listen, listen. That's my ringtone for my son, Andrew. Let's answer it. Uh, how do I answer? <laughs> Hello? Hi, Andrew. How are you? Good, good, good. What's going on? Yeah, can you pick up some food for the cats? Kit and Caboodle. Yeah, it's kind of a it, Walmart has it. It's just in little bags, though. Or you can, or you can stop at Top Food if you want. It's gonna be. I don't know how much it is, but just get a little bag until Walmart gets the other food back in. Can you do that? They're hungry, hungry little cats, and they're on strike. Uh no. No, I did a couple few days ago, but they ate it all. Okay. All right. I'll see you when you get home. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, my son's very uh, helpful. He's going to pick up some cat food for the cats so that we don't have a little rebellion on our hands. Yeah, it would be would be awful if all three of our cats came at us at once, like yeah. with like slanted eyes and like training. They always do. Well, they don't usually attack us. They usually just look longingly at us. Will you please food fill our food dish? I, I guess that's too many Fs. I don't know. All yeah. I know is that their paws don't work to feed themselves. I wish they did. Well, they have gotten to bags of food before. That's why I bought that little plastic container. It was actually for gift wrap, but mm-hmm. I put I put pet food in it so they don't get a, a hole in the bottom and have it go all over the floor. That, and they don't wake us up in the middle of the night trying to get into the bag. Yeah. Okay, back to fight night. Yeah. Okay, so that was the first time we got into conflict. Um I think if you if you live any of your life at all, you're going to experience conflict, fighting, arguing, that kind of thing. And in some families, it's worse than others. Mm-hmm. Um, how did your family? Were you, did your family get along real well? You know, I don't know what to compare it with. I think generally we got along really well. I I think the thing that we would get stressed out about was not finding things, like if um. You know, if we couldn't find the check from Dairy Gold for our milk or, or we couldn't find, I don't know. It was, I don't know that we really fought much, but I think we would get the grumps when we couldn't find something. And I still have that sometimes. Yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah. I wasn't going to say anything. You brought it up. So. <laughs> get the grumps. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that works. In our house, we, what did we fight about? Um most of the time it was just sibling fighting or if i if i got real verbal volleyball with my mom sometimes we could get into mm. some arguments but usually it's cuz i was a selfish jerk mhm yeah i remember one time i i was saying really bad things to my mom and cuz i didn't think my dad was home and i turned around and there he was mm, i bet he didn't like that i got much. a hack for that one more than one a hack he spanked me ah. and i was fairly older then so it was like <laughs> yeah i think that was the last time i ever had a, a hack. My uncles made a hack paddle out of mm-hmm. leather and put holes in it so it'd get a lot of air when dad spanked me. It was the last time he ever used it was that day, and I'll never forget it because I was back talking to my mom. You were breaking the sixth commandment. Which is? It says... Thou shalt not hack your children. No, it says, honor your father and your mother. And it's the first commandment with a promise that you'll have a long life and yeah i'll tell you stuff. i thought i was gonna be but you know if your dad catches you back talking to your mom you might not have that long of a life <laughs> well anyway 
we we would get into some real rip roaring ones, but uh, not never to the point of some of some of the friends that I had had families where they fought like so bad that they would really seriously get violent with each other, and mm. uh, that's not cool. Yeah, I didn't grow up like that. You know, my my dad would sometimes get frustrated or upset with us, but he um he didn't believe in disciplining children in anger. So, like, he would go on a long walk before he'd come back and talk to us or give us a, a swat. But he used a little, little tiny thin alder switch, and it stung your bottom or the back of your leg. So... I only got like two spankings in my whole life from my dad. Really? Boy, mm-hmm. I got a lot more than that. Well, I remembered them, and I didn't want any more of them. So if I noticed yeah, but that your, he... your personality is way easygoing, and so therefore, you have a lot less... You don't really argue a whole bunch, but if you get really upset, then you can be quite a... Well, you know what your nickname is. I don't like that nickname, and I refuse for you to use that over the podcast, because I don't want people writing me. So how's... Her- her nickname? No, 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 no. Okay, I won't. I, I won't. No. She has a nickname, though. I'll just tell you that. That was from our first like year of marriage when, when I got frustrated with him. Well, he was kind of a hyper I think I know boy. Who, it wasn't me that named you that either. It was my friend. Yeah. Oh. Tom. Okay, I'll... You're going to do it? You're going to tell him what know. your nickname is? I don't want... Okay. Her, her eyes get this funny look in them because she's really mellow. It's like... It, it's really interesting. She hardly ever gets upset, but when she does, her eyes get this funny look, and it looks like there's these like fire things in her eyes. No, okay. I'm not saying it. You have to say it. Okay. I'm, I'm going to get in trouble. Okay. Our friends, we had friends named Tom and Judy, <laughs> and we were we were young, two young married couples, and we get together a lot. And he called the his, saga of two married couples, he young called, couples in love. He called his wife Moody Judy, <laughs> and he called me Flamey Amy. She said it. She said it on a, an international podcast. Because I would get frustrated with Rick sometimes because he would be kind of in my face, hyper obnoxious. I was worse then than I am now. And he he would just get on my nerves sometimes, and I get get kind of. And her eyes would get that look. I get kind of sassy back her, at her him. Her mouth would tighten, and all of a sudden she'd look at me, and I knew I was dealing with flamey Amy. Yeah, yeah. Well, my dad was like that. My dad was usually pretty mellow and fun loving, but every once in a while he'd get upset, and he would just kind of like you could see it in his face, or his, like, like yours, lips would get tight. You inherited that. Uh oh. Yeah. Well, you don't do it very often. Only when I push you too hard. Yeah, you've you've gotten better about not pushing me too hard. That is because I have become better in the ways of love with Amy. Or maybe I just don't put up with it anymore. Hold <laughs> <All> that too. <laughs> yeah. I remember one time. Oh no! This is no. the worst fight ever. The worst fight ever. I couldn't even believe it happened. I guess I really pushed her hard. We were only married a year. We were married less than a year. Less than a year. Just we a lived in this months. little tiny one bedroom apartment. And I, I can't remember what the fight was about. He was just in my face and not giving me my space. I remember sitting on the couch and having him be over me like three inches above my right face. Right in her face? Right in my face. And, and I can't believe this. I can't believe this. She spit on my face. Well, I You hawked a loogie in my face. We're going to edit this out. No, we're not. <laughs> oh, it was gross. But, but yeah, and, it was either that or tell, punch him. Yeah, and tell tell everybody what I did because I think I reacted better than I could have. 
oh, you were just so grown up. You you slammed, <laughs> you ran out the door, slammed no, the no, door. No, 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 no. Ran down no, the stairs, no. got in your car and peeled out. No, 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 no. Yes, you did. Well, yes, eventually. But I first looked at you and I thought to myself. I think you just had a shock look on your I did face have a shock and then you left. No. I looked at you and I thought I had a split section. Section. I had a split. <laughs> Uh, split what do you a split second thought of what am I going to do here? I either spit back. <laughs> I'm gross. I can hit her. I wouldn't do that. I I never was one to hit hit girls. I I was told I shouldn't do that, and that's a, but don't and, hit girls. And you never hit me. I've never hit you, even though I have spit in your face. I okay, can't believe so, I did so, that. Okay, so no, I ran into the bathroom, grabbed a towel, wiped my face off, and then you and then. I came back out, I looked at you with the evil eye, and I slammed the door, ran downstairs, picked up the, um, is he calling again? Yeah. Andrew's calling again. Anyway, so I picked up, you can talk to him if you want, and I'll, uh, I'll just keep telling the story. So, so I, uh, I ran downstairs, I got in my, uh, I think it was a van or a car. It was your white, it was your white, 67 old cutlass. And I peeled out the driveway and I, I got out of there. Yes, you did. That was the worst thing, I think. Well, I there's think only a couple was, other things that ever that happened in our marriage. one of our worst fights ever. So what are some of the common things? And I can't remember what it was about. I don't even remember. I just think I got. I was in your face. I was making fun of you or something. We learned really early on you just don't make fun of each other. It's not nice. No, don't make fun of the person you love. It's not a good thing. Where'd my mouse go? Yeah, we were pretty young at that point, and, um, you know, we haven't... <laughs> We've matured a bit since then. That was 23 years ago. And and I know, honey, that it makes you uncomfortable to talk about this kind of thing because you want everybody to think that we have this perfect marriage. Well, anyone that spent five minutes with us would know that we're pretty, like, normal or maybe not normal. <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, common pla- common, uh, there are common things that cause conflict in mm-hmm. any relationship. Yeah. If you're married or if you're not married, it, um, in any relationship, there's going to be some things that cause problems. Mm-hmm. So I thought it would be fun. I asked, a, a, of course, you know me, I asked an impromptu question yesterday of uh, when I was at lunch on what do you fight and argue the most about? And I got all sorts of really, really insightful answers. So let me see. Uh, let's read the first one here on Twitter. Um, this is really interesting. My friend Jeff said, uh, politics and religion, sigh. <laughs> mm. And that's, yeah, that's definitely a lot of people argue over politics um, because people have real strong opinions on how things should be run. Mm-hmm. And religion, of course, there's all sorts of, I mean, unfortunately, when people say that, Religion is the major cause of wars and different like that. And, you know, in some ways they're right mm-hmm. because religion versus relationship. I mean, if you if, if you have just heavy dogma and you're not caring about people just a cause, mm-hmm. you can have some serious fights over that. Some yeah. some deadly things well, can happen. And even if you go to a church, sorry, even if you go to a church and um, you have different doctrines that you know, one person thinks it's this way and the other person thinks it's that way. I've seen churches split up over different doctrines and, and they believe in the same God and, you know, the same Savior, but they get their little tights in a tussle. <laughs> I think you better be careful what you say there. <laughs> I'm just trying to say they get, you know, they get all worked up about, you know, wanting their way to be the only way and, 
And um, there's no room for anybody else's beliefs. Yeah. 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 Okay, let's see. What else? Um, we had this really great one that was all about uh, this person posted that said uh, uh, that they didn't like backseat drivers. <laughs> but that makes them <laughs> want to fight and be angry. Yeah. That's true sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's funny. My friend uh, Spalter from New York said that uh, she argues with her dad on the dates of the celebration of Christmas and Easter um, uh, because they were arbitrarily assigned by the early church. She wants to celebrate Easter on the Sunday after the start of Passover. He disagrees. Um, and and she says it's it's actually kind of a fun argument that they have over that kind of yeah. thing. But, uh, yeah, if you can just, you know, not get arguing. I don't know. I mean, you can just have fun talking, and that's not necessarily... You can discuss things in a fun way and agree to disagree, but that's not necessarily fighting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that can be discussing. Yeah. I, this, Richard says this. He says, uh, the most frequent argument we have is over the moving of stuff, usually mine, around the house <laughs> without letting me know. I hate it when I can't find things that I put away but then get moved as a part of what I call nesting or ultimate uh, ultimate crisis. <laughs> Sound familiar? Yeah, I. We fight and argue over that. Well, you want to move little. my? Don't move my I, stuff. Actually, I want to just get rid of stuff. I just want to get rid of stuff, not necessarily move it. I want it out of the house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a, a husband-wife common thing, I think. Yeah. Uh, let's see another one on Twitter. Usually, because I don't back down, I think I'm always right. Or are you? Even if I change my mind, um, and that's definitely true of people we know sometimes huh mm-hmm. you're thinking of me aren't you oh just one of the people i'm I, i'm not i'm not saying who the people i'm thinking of that i know that do that because i'm related to some of them yeah yeah okay well on facebook here's what people uh, said that the most what do you most argue about I, I like some of these answers because because they're so quick. Kimberly says money. <laughs> Simon says chocolate. Well, wait, wait, before you go on, do you oh. know that that the number one cause of divorce, at least in the United States of America, is over arguments about money. Money. Yeah. Money is the number one cause. Did you know that? You know, and I was kind of surprised about that because there's some other issues coming up that okay, I think okay. are pretty so, big too. So what did Simon or Med says? Chocolate. He uh, argues over chocolate? Yes, he does. He's a Cadbury fan, and he sent me this really yummy dark chocolate. Mm-hmm, Peruvian chocolate. Mm-hmm, from England. Good. Yeah, which I didn't get why Peruvian chocolate would be from England because wouldn't it be from Peru? I don't like Hershey's as much as I like Cadbury. Cadbury is the best chocolate. Or if you get a really good Swiss chocolate, it's like really creamy. There's like um, Hershey's is kind of waxy. Yeah. Seems kind of. Take a Swiss chocolate. Yeah, it's creamy. Okay. Yeah, creamy. All right. Um, chocolate. Oh, what else do people fight about? Um, Howard says, what's for dinner? Oh, fights over what's for dinner. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a question mark. No. That was a statement. Yes. What do you fight and argue about? What's for dinner? Yeah, we have a hard time with that at our house. Not We don't really fight about it, but we sometimes end up making a couple different right, things because right. um, you like like more different kinds of meats and stuff than I do. I, I'm kind of a finicky person. And you don't really like casseroles, and I like casseroles. And Once so we in a while, just, not we bad. just have different likes. Right. And so, yeah. Go, go on. Okay. Carrie. Carrie. 
says parenting or lack thereof, not always us, often the other. So difference of um, difference of parenting styles. I know we've had a little bit of strife in our marriage over that because I tend to be a little bit more easygoing in yeah. some areas. Softy. He he'll go. Well, the World War Three could be going on around you, and you wouldn't even notice. And and part of hey, this. Wait wait wait. <laughs> I can I can mock your voice, and you get mad. You mock oh, my voice, sorry. and you just keep going. <laughs> World War Three could be going on. Okay. Gosh, thanks a lot. I'm sorry. What's it trying to mock? I don't talk like that. Okay, so how would you say it? World War Three could be going off at our house, and Amy would never even know it. <laughs> well, I'm just. She'd be I, like, "Oh, that's fine, honey." They're just being kids. <laughs> There's a vampire in the room. He's sucking my blood. Oh, that's nice. No, I'm not quite that mellow. But anyway, yes, you are. But I, I definitely have a lot of patience and tolerance towards children's activities on the general. I mean, there are times if you know, like my head's hurting or something, I'll say, "Oh, I need quiet." Mich- Mommy needs a quiet time. Yes, Michelle says on Facebook, "Parenting and kids—that's what we fight yeah. about the most." Yeah. And I think maybe because parenting and our kids are so close to us and you know we we usually pretty much agree on things but i think it comes down to our personalities Mm -hmm. i mean i think you and i would agree on if you put a test out there and said what do you believe about raising kids we would answer it almost identical it's the style in which we implement that Mm -hmm. which i I disagree with i tend to generally be very merciful just because that's my personality i'm just kind of I give a lot of grace and a lot of chances, which, you know. um, Which I don't really want to see my kids wind up in prison, so whatever. Well, you know, I'm not quite. (laughs) See, see, that kind of statement is not one you should make to your spouse. It can get you in a lot of trouble. What are you trying to say? You're in a lot of trouble. But but no, I, I think when it comes down to it, I'm strict about the important things. I'm just more laid back about some things <laughs> what you think are important yeah <laughs> they may be really important to me but you don't care oh, I care. sorry you just turned my <laughs> mic off sorry <laughs> okay so where were we um uh, wendy, wendy says we don't agree no we don't argue oh we don't argue i guess i should put my glasses That's because on she's newly married <laughs> oh but but we got in disagreements on our honeymoon. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I guess reality is reality. You're not always going to agree <laughs> with even the person you're closest with. Yeah. Okay. Well, good for Wendy. Uh, we'll yeah. See. Keep that up. Yeah. Keep it up for about 50 years. There's some really <laughs> good more. ones coming up to you. Okay. Sarah says, when we offend the other and we say... No, and they And then say... And then say nothing is wrong. I think people might argue less or at least get over it quicker if they wouldn't lie and say nothing is wrong for the first half hour before they finally admit something is wrong. That's true. Yeah. There are lots of couples that uh, most of the time it's because they don't want to deal with it or they don't want to discuss it. They'll say nothing's wrong. But in reality, they're just thinking about it. Which might be a better way of saying it instead of saying nothing's wrong, saying, you know, something is bothering me, but I need need some some time to think about how to explain it yes yeah. a lot of times in our in our marriage counseling with folks that are going to get married we talk about that mm-hmm. because there's always one person that wants to resolve everything right now and the and the, and usually the other person is a little more contemplative about the whole thing i just saw a hummingbird 
Wow, that was random. Well, it was right outside the window, and I was wondering, just with our nice weather last week, if I needed to get some um, hummingbird syrup out okay, there. Okay, this is, this is the difference of having Amy <laughs> on the show and me just doing the show. Because if I would have saw a hummingbird, I would just thought, wow, I just saw a hummingbird. I'd never tell you that I saw it. She, on the other hand, we're in the middle of this serious discussion about arguments and fighting and how to overcome that kind of thing. And she just randomly says, oh, I just saw a hummingbird. <laughs> I thought I thought maybe the UPS man was here with my my CDs, but no, he was a hummingbird. <laughs> <laughs> no, something even more exciting. You know how much joy I get feeding the hummingbirds. I like watching the hummingbirds. You re- you really get buzzed out of it. <laughs> I do. It's a natural high. Get it? Get it? <laughs> a natural high. No buzz. I know, but that's what people say when they get drunk is they're buzzed or. Something. I meant the wings sound of I know, a hummingbird. And I did a pun. I said, well, it's a natural high. This is the other thing we disagree about, humor. What is funny? I think, like, Monty Python is funny with, like, you know, blood spurting out of the side Um, of somebody's No, that's not funny. That's gross. It's hysterical. She thinks it's funny to make a joke that's not funny. But whatever. This is entertaining. Uh, My my daughter just comes running in. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'm sorry. All right, I got Angie. Off. Angie says, I would say lack of communication or saying something that the other person takes the wrong way and automatically takes up a def- defensive stance. That's very, very true. Sometimes people can be misunderstood, just like, you know, that happens to us a lot. Yeah. Well, not a lot, but it does I, happen I to us. I don't know. We don't get defensive with each other too much. Well, sometimes. <coughs> Sorry. Gee whiz. Usually no. it's if something else is going on in our lives and we're grumpy or tired or something. Yeah. I yeah. like this one from Alan. <laughs> it's your turn to turn off the alarm. <laughs> How about this one? You told the kids they could do what? <laughs> yeah. Why do you fight and argue? You don't need more chocolate. Yes, I do. No, you don't. <laughs> or the ultimate one. We've had disagreements on this one before. How about this? That cost how much? Mm-hmm. Yeah, good good job, Alan. <clears throat> yeah, that was he had some good things. Mark says, honestly, don't do either with my wife. We no, d- no fighting or arguing with no his wife. Fight- okay. We do, however, have differences of opinion, which um, will promote a discussion. <laughs> And if it begins to escalate into something more, I've learned to have the last word. I say I'm sorry. Oh, this man has learned much in his lifetime. I I don't know. I maybe talked about this before, but at your parents' 50th wedding anniversary, you asked your dad, well, what's the the reason for your success of a long, happy marriage? And what did he say? He said, I always have the last word. What was his last word, dear? I have no clue. He said, yes, dear. Yes, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yes, dear. That's always a good one. Yeah. How about this? Um, uh, Sphere Effect says money. That's money, what I about money, the most. money, money. How about this one? Yeah. Dave Norton. Um, <clears throat> I thought we weren't going to do last names. Dave, I don't remember your last name. Go ahead. <laughs> About 32 years ago, we had a disagreement on what to do with some puppies. Other than that, she sometimes disagrees with the way I drive. I don't understand, though. I can see. I, I can't, can't see. see any of the scenery if I don't look at it. <laughs> and Mark says, back to Dave. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. <clears throat> All right. Uh, let me see. Donita was the last one to comment, and she said, yeah, right, Dave. 
<laughs> Dave started something. Yeah. Sounds like a man to me. And then she says, Rick, I would have to go in all time with an all-time favorite. We discuss need spending versus want spending. We have that discussion here, too. Yeah, we do. And you know one thing um, I think that has kept us married is um, that every once in a while... Even if you tend to be more frugal, like I'm talking to myself, you have to let your spouse do some want spending every once in a while. It's true. Now, for us, I have. You are really, really good at this. You are not real high maintenance. I know a lot of of marriages where the wife is very high maintenance. She wants lots of nice things and jewelry and cars and fancy stuff. You have you never been like that. So I've been really blessed because I've never been a rich man. But on the other hand... <laughs> no, I'm not done. Okay. <laughs> However, there are certain things that you really do like, and if I don't let you spend money on things like that, then you tend to just get sad. And what is it that I really like? You like shoes and clothes, and I mean, even though you don't really do that very much, you like to get your hair cut. Um, I don't do that very much either. No, you don't. But that's not necessarily my fault. That's kind of your... I don't like spending a lot of money on Yeah, it. she's a little, well, I'm I wouldn't say cheap, but you frugal. are frugal. And then sometimes I think you're just a little nervous or scared about spending money because you don't want to be without. I, I do like buying. Am I right? Yeah, well, Security maybe. is more the issue for you. Yeah, well, and I do like um, just spending 10 or $20 here or there on flowers from my garden. Yes, you do like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, not a lot. And I like that, too, because I like to take pictures of your flowers. Mm-hmm. I like I like to have flowers make me happy. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, what are the things that I like to buy? They're a lot more than 10 or $20. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one that likes to spend money. Yeah, but, you know, we've come to compromises through the years, and um, we don't make big purchases very often, and we try to do them in cash when we do try to save up, you know, most yeah, of the time. at least most of the time. Sometimes we don't, but... You know, sometimes when your car breaks down and you need transportation, we've gone in debt for a car, but sure. um, stuff like that. But um, we try not to, for for normal things, get in over our heads. Right. Right. Yeah. So basically, um, places of common conflict in most relationships, number one is money. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about it. Most people aren't going to talk about this. They're not going to write it down on the internet. Um, sex is, is a common place of conflict. Also, um, ambition. If people are really ambitious and they want to get ahead in life, sometimes they'll walk over the top of other people and that gets causes, what causes conflict and arguments. Um, power and control. Hmm. That's a big one. And like who gets the remote control? Well, that's you. Yeah. But, um, I'm not saying anything. I'm not a person that, that generally needs to have control um right i did you know i have found sure. as a, i have found as a parent that i've had to make myself be more assertive um i don't times. have any problem with it you have no problem being assertive and controlling but i might be a little bit overboard huh not all the time i'm better than i was you are better we, we still work on it at times but um <laughs> we still work on it at times what's what's the last one there uh selfishness yeah, I think um this well we're going to read the scripture in the Bible that actually of, nails why all of those I think is selfishness. is selfishness. Sure. And um the second one you talked about um the S word. S um, what are you talking about? The second one on your list. Santa? No. 
Read your list. Read my money. Sex. Oh, yeah. okay. She can't say sex um, over the I, podcast. I think that, again, is um, Freaks com- her out. communication. What? The Sex is communication? Um, or lack Whoa. of or fear. <laughs> well, I think sometimes you can be afraid of saying something because it's such a personal thing. Right. And thus so, you don't have a whole lot of comments on Facebook and Twitter about sex. But but again, try to the Bible says to speak the truth in love mm-hmm. and and that when it comes to intimacy you need good communication. We should do a podcast on sex, shall we? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Probably get a lot of downloads. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> okay, well anyway, um some Good personalities some personalities thrive on conflict. Yeah, I, I And don't, others don't at all. I, I'm the don't at all. And I don't really like conflict very much unless I think I'm right. <laughs> Does that make sense? Oh yeah, I li- I've lived with you for a long time. <laughs> um, wow, this is quite the podcast. But, <clears throat> but I don't like conflict. And um, I've had to learn that sometimes you have to have a little conflict um, in order to get through something. And what I mean by that is that you can't just avoid or deny an issue. But sometimes you You don't just paint over the rust. You gotta you gotta sand it down, cause a little little uh, friction Mm -hmm. in order to paint back over in a better light. Yeah. And so sometimes you can't be afraid of having a little bit of disagreement or, yeah, or yeah. conversation about things. Because that can be a good thing. And that's one of the things I've had to work on is not being afraid of having a little conflict. conflict. Yeah. Some conflict, can, like you say, can be good. It's just when it's always, there's always conflict, it gets yeah. wearing. Yeah, that's not good. Well, let's talk a little bit about what the scripture says about um about fighting and arguing. Mm-hmm. I, I took this passage from James chapter 4. It's the book of James in the Bible, New, the New Testament, chapter 4. And here's what it says. Uh, verse 1 says, Where do you think all these appalling wars and quarrels come from? Do you think they just happen? Think again. They come about because you want your own way and you fight for it deep inside yourselves. You lust for what you don't have and are willing to kill to get it. You want what isn't yours and will risk violence to get your hands on it. Hmm. Interesting. We've seen that in our lives, haven't we? Yeah. And, you know, the Bible's just as clear as can be about why there are quarrels and fights because of people's selfishness. Exactly. Um, you can't get any clearer than that. Yeah. Um, Here's the next verse. It says, you wouldn't think of just asking God for it, would you? And why not? Because mm-hmm. you know you'd be asking for what you have no right to. You're spoiled children, each wanting your own way. So the, the core of what the Bible says, that quarrels and fighting, you think about any war that's happened, you think mm-hmm. about any um, conflict that happens in your marriage or in your with your brother or your sister or you're at work, and the core really boils down to people want their own way. Mm-hmm. And or- they're unwilling to compromise or they're unwilling to, to work to to um, take care of that. And it's really interesting because um, in some instances, they're justified in saying this is wrong. You know, this should not be going on and I'm not going to stand for it. There, sometimes that's cor- the correct way to do it, but it does cause quarrel and fight because the other person's motive might be bad. Mm-hmm. But sometimes our motives are bad. I think most of the time that we get into conflict, I'm the one that is being selfish. It's very rarely is it you because my personality is a lot more aggressive. And and then I have the problem of sometimes um, 
not, you know, this is one of my goals this, this year is to take care of myself because as a mom and a wife, I've, I've, um, often put others first to the point of not taking care of myself. And I've come to the realization, you know, if I don't start taking care of myself, I won't be able to take care of other people. That's true. Because <laughs> I'll be in too bad of shape. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, um, there's a balance here, you know, you, you um can't be so selfish that um and self-centered that you don't think of anybody else but it's also wrong to be um self-neglecting self-neglecting yeah. yeah so you know there's a fine line there's a fine line there okay um the verse 4 says you're cheating on god if all you want is your own way flirting with the world every chance you get you end up enemies of god and his way and do you suppose God doesn't care? The proverb has it that he's a fiercely jealous lover, and what he gives in love is far better than anything else you'll, um, else you'll find. It's common knowledge that God goes against the willful proud. God gives grace to the willing humble. Hmm. Now that's really, really interesting um, because it says if we will humble ourselves, God will give us grace, which is unmerited favor, and we will conflict will begin to settle when we agree with God. If we all agreed with what God said, conflict would begin to disappear. Well, there's the old adage, it takes two to fight. It takes two to tango. And um, the Bible also says a soft answer answer turns away anger. Or wrath. Or wrath. And so, you know, if someone starts coming at you wanting to cause all kinds of conflict and disagreements and, you know, just you can say, you know, Thank you for pointing that out. Uh, I'd be glad to think about that and get back to you tomorrow about, you know, the conclusion I've come to. Or, <laughs> I yeah, mean, you can, yeah. it it can kind of disarm people when you know you thank them for bringing up well, an opposing what, idea what, or what something. What that's doing is instead of instead of reacting, mm-hmm. you're responding. We respond. You're reacting sorry. is a gut level type of re- a reaction like that is is gut level and it only causes more conflict if we can settle down for a moment and respond respond in love that changes mm-hmm. everything and you know what i call it the fonzie um the fonzie uh, syndrome okay sit on it sit on Remember it. everyone used to go sit on it richie you know and and basically if you get into a situation where you feel like you need to react wait sit on it wait overnight the next day you'll think much clearer, but it's like when you write a, a, a nasty email to somebody being mean or, or con- trying to confront them. I always, I've learned over the years that you wait to send those until the, the next day and you might, you'll completely revise it because something happens when you respond, you think about it and you go through it instead of reacting to it. The f- initial reactions usually aren't good. Well, no, because our our feelings are our hurt, or are we're, we're feeling um, intimidated, our or motives defensive. are being challenged. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, all sorts of stuff happens. So it's good to respond, and uh, I think that's really really important. Check out this uh, last couple of scriptures says so. Let God work His will in you. Yell a loud no to the devil and watch him scamper. Sit on it. <laughs> Say a quiet yes to God, and He'll be there in no time. Quit dabbling in sin purify your inner life instead of in in other words check your motives quit playing the field hit bottom and cry your eyes out the fun and Mm -hmm. games are over get serious really serious get down on your knees before the master it's the only way you'll get back up on your feet Hmm. 
And then last but not least says, don't badmouth each other, friends. It's God's word. It's his message, his royal rule that takes the beating in that kind of talk. You're supposed to be honoring the message, not writing graffiti all over it. God is in charge of deciding human destiny. Who do you think you are to meddle in the destiny of others? Hmm. So really, I think what the Bible is saying is quit being quit being selfish and pushing for your own way. Because that is ultimately what causes fights and arguments. Mm-hmm. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I think it's a lot of wisdom in the Bible. So here we go. Uh, to close things up, le- the less stress test. When you get into a situation where you want to fight... Number one, you need to ask yourself this question. Is what I'm upset about going to matter in the long run? Mm -hmm. Sometimes we get upset over the stupidest things. And I think that's just a trick to try and push each other away that the the devil pulls on us. Another way to say that is having an eternal perspective. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, when I'm up in heaven someday... Well, will that little disagreement well, about the color of the walls matter or well, well, even, stuff like that? You well, know? I, my counselor used to say to me, all right, you, I know this hurts right now and you're going through a rough time, but in two years, what is it going to be like? In five years, is it going to matter? In 10, mm-hmm. are you even going to remember it? You know, there are things I don't even remember now. Mm-hmm. I just don't even remember because it wasn't that big of a deal. I can't tell you most of the things we've argued about. Yeah, I can't either. I mean, I can remember the times they were really extreme when we were first married, and we talked about those. But other than that, quite honestly, there's only a few things I can even remember throughout our entire time together that uh, that I would even even think of. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I think it really is. Sometimes we just fight over stupid stuff. Well, and most of the time we've learned through the years um, how to fight fair. And what I mean by that is discuss both angles. It's, is, we do a speaker listener kind of thing. Is yeah, and and well, not, I, I'm able to speak out. I, I let you have your moment to share what you're feeling without interrupting, like mm-hmm. I just did, and then you let me have that, and then we discuss that. Well, and and not to make it personal. Keep it on what you're disagreeing about, and don't say things like "you always" and uh-huh. "you're just like this," and you know. Yeah. And for the most part, we we do pretty good at that now. We I'm not saying there's certain that things we... that I avoid like that. I don't say yeah. I don't say flamey Amy. Oh, I, I told everybody I wasn't going to say it, and I did it. <laughs> he actually hasn't brought that up for a long time. I haven't. You were the one good. that said it. I didn't say yeah. it. Yeah. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> okay, I'm off that subject. Number yeah, two, here's idea. the other thing you can ask yourself. Am I being selfish or, ooh, the big S word, stubborn? Because <laughs> sometimes we can actually be convinced that we were wrong in our assessment of things. And then in the middle of it, don't want to confess that because we're just plain stubborn. Yeah. You ever, have you ever done that? Um, I don't know. I have more than you have. Oh. Personality again. I'm I'm usually pretty quick about saying I'm sorry, mm-hmm. um, and that's I think sometimes you know even if you still believe you're right, if you've noticed that someone else has been hurt, you know you can always apologize yeah. that their feelings have been hurt, yeah. even if you still think that you're right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just because their feelings are more important often than what you're trying to make a decision about. Exactly. And the last question is, am I more concerned about the actual situation or is it the principle of the matter? That sometimes can really calm things down because you aren't going to change the, the morals and the, and the philosophy of people by fighting with them. Oh, 
probably the opposite. Exactly. Yeah. So if you're fighting, if, if you realize this is just a core of what they believe, then it, it's like these protests and things that happen with the picket signs and stuff mm-hmm. and why people think Christians are nuts. Mm-hmm. Because um, instead of, they think that by doing that, they're going to change something. Yeah. When and then, if anything, it just inflames and causes conflict mm-hmm. because you're not going to change the core of who people are. God is the only one that can do that. And then it needs to be in kindness and in love, not in harshness and fighting. Mm-hmm. I don't know anybody that has ever come to a relationship with God by fighting. Never. Never. You know, and, and I have some strong opinions about some issues and and yet I've never gone to carry a picket sign because I feel like well if someone asks me my opinion I can tell them in love that you know I don't think that's a good choice for them that there might be some other options and and talk to them one-on-one in love I think that would be much more effective than you know calling them a bad person or protesting them right for their decisions um you know I just think that they're just going to be turned off anything I believe in at that point yeah well, the biggest key in conflict is to examine our motives. Mm-hmm. It's it we should be the responsible person and examine our motives. Why is this happening? If there's nothing we can do about it. You know, I mean, I I've, I've been told a pastor told me a long time ago I was in a in a job and I, there was a lot of conflict. And I couldn't do anything about it. I tried mm-hmm. everything and it didn't work. And he said, "Well, you always have the option of quitting and going somewhere else." And I was just like, "What? Oh, I never even thought about that." There are situations when you get into where if the fighting and the quarreling and everything is always going on, there are people that have problems with relationships and have problems getting along with others, and they're mm-hmm. like crazy makers. Yeah. And you're never going to please them. And at that, that point, you need to liberate yourself from the situation. Now, I, you know, I'm not a big advocate of divorce or breaking up and all these different things, but there are times when there's a sickness or a disease going on in a person that mm-hmm. there's no way you personally are going to change that. Now, again, I preface that by saying we need to always examine our own motives. Mm-hmm. Just like you said, it always takes two to tango. Yeah. It, but, but there but are situations yeah. where people are just, just downright if nasty you're in people. A, if you're in an abusive situation, you, sh- you, don't have to you put up can't with that. change the other person, but you can get yourself to a safe place. Safe place, yeah. And then evaluate um, as time yeah. There's counselors, there's professional places you can go to get help there's churches there's there's tons of different things you can mm-hmm. do to try and iron out those conflicts but uh wow sometimes it's pretty hard on the most part though i think if we examine our motives and really take a look at things it, it's a lot easier there are some reasons that people fight I, I think number one sometimes when people don't feel good they get a little cranky and there's a lot of people that don't feel good in in the world mm-hmm. and that's interesting um uh, sometimes there's people that are just very competitive and they like to win. And so there's lots of conflict in those situations. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like I said before, there's sociopathic tendencies. Now, I'm not talking about like the, the, the serial killer here. I'm talking about, there are people that have sociopathic or narcissistic tendencies. And they're very difficult to get along and, with. And they like, they, they thrive in conflict. And I think one thing that we have to step back and think about when you talk about people with sociopathic or narcissistic tendencies is to remember that generally those personality disorders are caused by some kind of trauma when as they a little were kid. young yeah 
and it freezes their emotional right. development at that point in time. And so if they were four years old when this big horrible horrendous thing happened to them, or they had a real lot of strife in the home, mm-hmm. they can tend to actually have that personality disorder later on because they emotionally yeah. never got past that. Yeah. If you know, for instance, if they're if they had a parent who was a violent alcoholic and they learned to they start taking on some of those traits of um, they think that's normal controlling people through right. anger or right. different things and and that's just the way they were raised. It, and, well, we've all heard of people that hate what their parents have done, and then they say, "I'll never do that. I'll never do that." And then they get to be an adult and they do the very thing they hate the most, and that's why they're so conflicted and angry mm-hmm. because we fall into these traps of doing the things that our parents did or or the relatives or somebody that was in our life that had an influence over us. Mm -hmm. And then it it tweaks on our consciousness and our psyche. And we actually become sometimes the very thing that we hated. Well, it's just easy. It seems like you, you can very easily just fall back into the way you're raised if you don't consciously fight it, you know, and in some ways, if you're raised in a, a really caring, loving home, that that's not bad. Yeah. But you know, if there's some dysfunction or abuse going on, um, <coughs> you have to consciously work against that tendency to behave that way. Yeah. All right. Well, um, last but not least, um, the biggest key here that we can recommend to everybody is humble yourselves before God. Mm-hmm. Take the humble route. It never hurts to take the humble route. Now, don't get walked all over, but at the same time. You know, give a little. It takes it takes 110% on both sides to to just relax and to examine the thing. A big key for us as believers is prayer. When you pray for somebody you're in conflict with, it really softens your attitude towards them because you release them into God's care, and then God brings peace into the situation. Like in, in the Bible in Ephesians where it says, um, cast your care upon him uh, or, or pray and and I'm, I gosh, it's it's right on the top of my tongue. Um, you know that scripture where it says, "And the peace of God that passes all understanding, understanding will guard, guard your, your heart, heart and your mind in, in Christ, Christ Jesus." Jesus. And it, but it, what it was saying was pray first mm-hmm. and give those things to God. Submit that prayer to God and submit that person and to God. Then the and then God. the peace of God mm-hmm. will will that passes understanding will guard your heart and your mind. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times we just need our hearts and our minds guarded yeah. uh, because we. Well, we run into conflict because we don't pray mm-hmm. and we don't ask God for help. So the key is asking God for help. God is really, truly the one that's going to bring peace, not only to this earth, but into our lives and in our, into our relationships. And I would like to say, just because we ta- we're talking about being humble or being meek does not mean powerless. That's right. Meekness means power under control. Yes. So when you say, you know... Some people might resist, well, I don't have to, I don't like the idea of being humble or saying I'm sorry or or saying, you I know. bow before nomad. Um, but humility and meekness isn't saying that other people are right or that um, you have no will in the, in the, the situation. Um, you're just choosing not to, not to promote conflict, not to keep disagreeing. Dissension. Dissension growing. Um, You are choosing to have power under control. Well, and you think about it. Jesus was the greatest example of this. He had the ability. When the soldiers came to get him out of the garden, Mm -hmm. I mean, he said, I am, and they all fell over. But he had the power to call legions of angels Mm -hmm. and wipe them all out, dead. He could have turned the world to dust. Yes, he could have. 
but and he chose he was a meek man mm-hmm. not that doesn't mean he was powerless no it just means he chose not to use the power to hurt people it's power under control exactly and so go forth and be meek <laughs> <laughs> there you go that's our advice we do not have time to play a song today Aww. but we do have time to pray okay so we're gonna pray and then uh, i'm gonna introduce next week's subject and then we'll be done with the podcast for this week. We hope you enjoyed it. Look, at we'd love some feedback. If you would uh, send it to us, rick at takehimwithyou.com. Let us know what you thought about fight night and why <laughs> are there uh, quarrels and fights among us. Um, I hope we answered some of the questions biblically and had some good discussion. Thanks so much for all of you that wrote in comments on Twitter and Facebook. We really appreciate that. It makes the program a lot more fun because <laughs> I feel like we're actually having a discussion with a bunch of people, which is really fun. Yeah, it's cool. So let's pray. Father, we just thank you so much that you give us answers in your Bible, uh, that they're not corny, they're not weird, but they're actually practical. And Lord, would you help us to be peacemakers instead of thriving in conflict, instead of causing disagreements? Lord, help us to be the ones that bring people together. Help us be the ones that humble ourselves in meekness and begin to start healing process. God, help us to not be abused or or uh, run over by people that are aggressive Uh, But God, give us the wisdom on how to either change the situation we're in or get out of it. And we just thank you again for examining our motives and helping us to live lives that would honor you and would bless and encourage those people around us. Mm -hmm. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Now, next week, Amy, Mm -hmm. I haven't told you what the the, uh, subject is, so I'm going to tell you now. Next week, with all the stuff in the media and everything about Tiger Woods and all these other different things, I thought it would be fun to do a show called The Cheating Chat. Let's talk about unfaithfulness. Let's talk about, um, from a guys and gals standpoint, of the whole idea of immorality, infidelity, um, adultery, whatever word you Mm -hmm. want to call it. Especially, um, well, not just with the stars and everything, but in in everyday life. Let's Mm -hmm. talk about, we're going to have a little chat about cheating next week. Okay, and, you know, maybe we can find that book we have called Hedges somewhere, too. Well, we'll see. It says, Loving Your Marriage enough to protect it that's a good book yeah well it won't just apply to people that are married we're, that's true we're going to talk a lot about what kind of things mm-hmm. you can do in your relationship relationships that you do have maybe if you're single and you want to get married or you're in a relationship and you're not married yet we're going to talk a lot about what it means to honor each other to be a faithful person yeah so there that's you go good. thanks everybody for joining us this is take him with you uh take him with you is a production of moyer multimedia LLC, copyright 2010, all rights reserved. Are you going to burp? Oh, you have to go to the bathroom? All right, well, you better go quick. See ya. Thanks for being on the program. My name is Meds. And I'm Kelly. And we are the presenters of Waffle On Podcast. Now, once you've finished listening to the brilliant Taking With You podcast... What in the wide world of sports is that? It's a podcast that's spiritual, but not religious, and all about Rick's geeky life. What? Does he like geeky TV? Indeed he does. What? Like TV we like from 1960 to 1999? Indeed, and that's why he listens to us. That's what we're about. We do British TV broadcast between 1960 to 1999. So come and find us. You can find us at Podbean, just type in Waffle On Podcast, or iTunes. We'd be honoured 
if you'd join us. Thank you. Good evening, everybody. When you aren't listening to Take In With You with the multi-talented Mr. Moyer, then I'd be honoured if you could take a few minutes to check out my little show, Happy Times. If you have an iPod Touch or an iPhone, and if you love your applications but are feeling the pinch of the current economic climate, then this is the podcast for you. Each week I'll review a free or cheap application and spend a few minutes gassing on about why I like it or not. Buying apps over the air can be both addictive and expensive, so why not spend a few minutes a week listening to Appy Times and I'll try to separate the wheat from the chaff. Just go to appytimes.podbean.com or search the iTunes store for Appy Times. That's A-P-P-Y-T-I-M-E-S. So come and share the Appy Times with me. Thank you. The Treks in Sci-Fi Podcast. Stand by to receive our transmission. Sci-fi entertainment news and commentary. I am Locutus, a Borg. Star Trek episode analysis. Captain of the USS Enterprise. Pokey religions and ancient weapons. Collectibles, toy, and prop reviews. I am to misbehave. The weekly Treks in Sci-Fi podcast with your host Rico at treksinsci-fi.com. Hi, this is Kenny. And this is Jenny. We're the hosts of Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the award-winning web series, The Guild. We're not like your typical fan podcasts. Both Jenny and I have worked on several seasons of The Guild and take our listeners behind the scenes to share our fun and crazy times on set. We also have exclusive interviews with cast, crew, and fans of The Guild. We keep you up to date on General Guild news and the latest happenings of our cast and crew. So please give us a listen on iTunes or at knightsoftheguild.com. This is Jeff from Champ Podcast. After you finish listening to this excellent podcast, I invite you to come listen to ours. My co-host Jason and myself cover open-wheel auto racing, focusing on Formula One and IndyCar. Each podcast we review the races, we talk about drivers and teams, and all the news and rumors as well. So come give us a go. We can be found at www.champpodcast.com, that's with one P, or in iTunes, search Champ Podcast. Champ Podcast, the world's fastest podcast. Hi, Russell. Are you like Mommy? Are you doing a podcast? A podcast. Podcast. Good boy. That is pretty much the cutest thing I've ever seen. Podcast. Anomaly. Something that deviates from what is standard, normal, or expected. An oddity. Peculiarity. Irregularity. Inconsistency. Incongruity. A rarity. I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. And we're the socially functional co-hosts of Anomaly. The podcast with a unique perspective, a female perspective on all things geek. Star Trek. Star Wars. Lord of the Rings. Buffy. Firefly. Gaming. Books. 
costuming, and general geek topics. The sometimes monthly, but always entertaining, Anomaly Podcast. AnomalyPodcast.com.